Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, hello, hello. What is going on, everyone? Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Confessions of a Server podcast. I hope everyone's doing well out there. If you are working in a restaurant right now and you're still understaffed, hopefully you are making bank, you are getting a lot of shifts, you're being taken care of by your managers. And if you are still unemployed because of the pandemic or because you're just making a little bit more money being on unemployment and you want to take this time to maybe focus on doing something else or spending time with your family, enjoy the time off. But remember, unemployment is going to be running out soon here. (laughs) Don't get mad if you need a job two, three months from now and all the positions are full because everyone's trying to rush back to a restaurant. (laughs) So you better start planning ahead. I'm your host, Quaylon Harris, the mind behind Confessions of a Server, where you can find all my relatable restaurant content on Facebook by searching Confessions of a Server, Instagram, Confessions of underscore a Server, or on YouTube, Q Harris 8. Now, I am a server that likes to go out to eat. This is my favorite time of the year. Patio season's opening up. I know a lot of servers don't like to go out to eat because they might think that if they go somewhere, they have bad service or they know what goes on in the kitchen. But me, I enjoy it. And I definitely like to go out to eat by myself. I go out and I like to observe because most of the time I'm left alone. You would think that someone like me who has a decent sized following of restaurant people, I would be bigger in my area and I wouldn't be able to go out and be just by myself and not get bothered. But I am not that popular in my city of Toledo, Ohio. I'm more popular like LA and New York and stuff like that than I am in my own city, which is great because I can go out. I like to watch the flow of the restaurant, how servers communicate with each other, communicate with the bartenders, so on and so forth. Just like how the restaurant just works in other restaurants. And I also love to sit next to when I'm sitting down at the bar, just listen to customers and the stupid shit they complain about. I went out to eat the other day, quick story. And as I'm leaving the restaurant, 
There's people who are leaving behind me. And the lady is sitting there complaining because the restaurant was on a wait. And she had the audacity to say, why is it so busy? Why are people going out to eat right now? Like she's getting mad and complaining about something that other people are doing, but she's doing the exact same thing. Like she's the only one who was allowed to be hungry at this point of the day. Like she was legitimately mad because there are other people in the restaurant. So I got to my car and I'm like, you know what? I think it is time for me to make a podcast about how ridiculous some of these customers, some of these guests sound when they are complaining about some of these stupidest shit. So with that being said, let's get into this mini rant. Ah! Dear unhappy guests, if you're the kind of person who goes out to eat and you are constantly complaining about stuff that is so irrelevant just because you know that the more you complain, the more likely it is you're going to be able to get your meal discounted or comped, please stay the fuck home. It's bad enough that we have to deal with things like coworkers who we don't get along with, working in a stressful environment, or even customers who do have legitimate complaints that I don't want to hear you complain about something that I probably have zero control over. And if you are completely oblivious and you don't know what is a valid complaint and what's not a valid complaint, ask yourself this one question before you make, before you make any accusations or anything. Does the server have control over this? If the answer is no, save your breath, save not only your time, but save my time because I have other things I have to get done before you complain about the menu prices, ask yourself, is this something the server has control over? Before you mention or complain about what music is being played over the radio, ask yourself this, is this something the server has control over? Before you get mad about us not being able to carry your favorite football team because we do not live in that area, ask yourself this, is this something the server has control over? Because 90% of the time, we don't have control over your stupid complaints. So stop going out to eat and complaining over dumb stuff. And owners of restaurants, managers, corporate restaurants, we have to do better as well. I said this in a previous podcast episode, we create our own monsters. So we have to normalize just saying fuck it and saying no. We have to stop worrying so much about Yelp reviews and making sure every customer is happy and sometimes just letting these people be mad and let them walk out and never seeing them ever again. It's not like we're losing money anyways. They're complaining so much that we're copping the mills. They're not paying. So if they don't come back, Oh, well, it's, we won't have to worry about them complaining or have to deal with them ever again. So we also in the restaurants have to do better ourselves and stop creating these monsters that are coming in, stressing out the restaurant staff every single time they come into the restaurant.
Now, recently I was hanging out with a couple of my old co-workers because I am the kind of person who does not hang out with current co-workers. I do not do that anymore to avoid drama. So me and a few of my ex-co-workers, we were just sitting around having a couple of drinks, talking about some of the worst complainers we've ever had to deal with and some of the worst types of complainers. What do I mean by types of complainers? You always have people who you can just group as like the same kind of complainers. So for instance, you have the old people. Old people typically complain about the same exact things no matter who that old person is. They're gonna complain about their food being too spicy. They're gonna complain about the temperature inside the restaurant. They're gonna complain about how loud the music is Even when there's no music playing, they will still try to find a way to complain about how loud the music is. So there are multiple types of complainers. You have those who just complain as soon as they hit the table. They're complaining about every single thing as soon as they sit down. You have the rich people complainer who are trying to complain to show off. Like, oh, when I go to this restaurant, they do this for me and blah, 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 blah. And, oh, you don't have this kind of alcohol and why don't you serve this sir because no one in outback steakhouse is going to order johnny walker blue so stop complaining about what kind of alcohol we have but you know the one kind of complainer that i hate that's the sneaky complainers those are the people who the entire meal They are sitting there, they're laughing, they're joking with you, they're having so much fun. They're not telling you anything is wrong at all, but as soon as that manager gets over to that table, they are complaining about every single thing. I've had to deal with these people so much, and that's how I know that these are the people who come out to eat to try to eat for free. Nothing at all will go wrong at their tables, but they will try to find some of the smallest, littlest details to complain about. Oh, the last time I came in here, my salad had seven tomatoes. This time they only had six tomatoes and they just keep complaining about how disappointed they were because their croutons weren't crunchy enough or the last scoop of mashed potatoes they had was different than the first time. It's, oh my gosh. And they complain until they get some kind of discount. And when my manager comes back and tells me that they're they're complaining about that and they didn't say anything about the whole entire time, my mood flips 180 degrees. And I go up to them. I am cold. I am trying to get them out of there because I hate dealing with, with complainers like that. But there are also some people, some complainers that I actually do enjoy. Those are the ones who start to get mad until they realize what they're about to complain about or the reason why they're mad isn't our fault. Prime example, the people that I love, love, love when they're about to complain about something or you can just see like they're they're mad, something's wrong on their face. That's the people. I don't know if it only happens to me and in my area, but the ones who get mad when they're waiting for their check to cash out and it's been sitting on their table for like five minutes. Oh, I love when that happens.
<laughs> it has happened so many times. And I'm not the kind of person that just like sneaks it on the table. Like I will put the book down, I'll stand it up. Hey, whenever you're, whenever this is ready, just lay it flat. I'll come back and take care of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, perfect. Fine. We're just going to sit here and chill and just keep eating, blah, 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 blah. And then five minutes later, um, we're ready to go. Where's our check? And I'm like, it's standing right here in front of you. And I legit say it like that too. It's standing right here in front of you. And they get so embarrassed because you know that they were just ready to complain about something, but then it backfired on them. So I love that kind of complainer. Um, As far as like people that I deal with, this is like the biggest question that I always get. What are some of the worst complaints you've got? What are some of the worst people you had to deal with? And honestly, to me, I can never really pick a worse. Like there are some people like there's this one lady who I don't want to say she followed me, but she started to, she started at the Outback I was working at. She would complain about her filet. She would always come in or a six ounce filet, one at medium, and she would send it back every single time just so she can eat it all. She sent it back two or three times, eat it all. And she knew that she wouldn't have to pay for it. We eventually started catching on to her. My one manager told her that she was not allowed to order a filet anymore just because she was coming in and getting it so much. So then she would like order cheese fries and say something like, oh, or her card would come back declined. And she'd be like, oh, I have to go get money and then leave and never come back. But then come back a week later. Eventually she got like banned from the restaurant. So I left Outback went to Longhorn and sure enough, a year into me working, I dealt with this. Like it was one of those moments. Like I know you from somewhere. Where do I know you from? She ordered a six ounce filet at Longhorn, wanted it medium. And she sent it back because it wasn't done. As soon as she sent it back, I'm like, I know you, I, I dealt with you before. And I even went up to her. I'm like, you used to go to the outback at the such and such location. Didn't you? she turned pale in her face because she knew that I was on to what she was going to start doing here at the new restaurant that I was working at. So yeah, there's people like her that I've had to deal with. Um, I'm trying to think of other people, you know, you always have those, those guests that you have like nicknames for because you always know they're going to complain about something. Um, but yeah, I can never really pinpoint one specific time where I just had to deal with like the worst customer because they were complaining about the about nothing essentially. Um, so yeah, if I ever do remember that, I will definitely make a post or talk about it here on this podcast. Hopefully, it comes to me like at the in in, in the morning or something like that, right? Like right when I wake up or in the middle of the night, like oh yeah, I remember that. But I think just over eleven years working in the restaurants they all just kind of blended together. I've just kind of forgot about the worst kind of complainers I've had to deal with. Um, But with that being said, what are some of the worst complaints you've had to deal with? Some of the worst kinds of complainers you had to deal with? Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook or email me confessions of a server at gmail.com. I want to hear some of the stories that y'all had to deal with some of your worst complainers.
my advice for this week's episode stems from a conversation I actually had on my TikTok live a couple of days ago. I had a friend who came in, she's a restaurant owner, and we were talking about messing up a lot. And I will be the first to admit, I probably mess up every single shift. I tell that to every single new hiree I train. And I've said it before on my platform many a times. Every shift, I mess up at least once or twice. Like, I, I mess, I do. I really do. But the reason why I have very little complaints is because I recover really, really well. That's something that I did learn in Longhorn. And that's like four years into me actually being a server is that it's not so much about messing up is how you recover. Trying to catch your mess up before it gets too big or before it happens, even though you did mess up in some way, fashion or form. Um, I've even told that advice to people who've reached out to me who are new servers through my Instagram and stuff like that. Don't be scared to mess up. Never be scared to mess up. Just always recover the best that you can, whether that be, um, just like I said, fixing the problem before it actually goes out, getting a manager involved, being very apologetic, especially if it is your fault. Most of the time, it's not your fault, but it is okay to say, I'm sorry. That is part of being able to recover well is just sometimes just saying sorry and getting whatever they need, even if it is completely off the wall, even if it is something that they did not order and they're claiming to. If it's something easy, they want a broccoli instead of mashed potatoes, just go get broccoli. Don't sit there and argue with people. The recovery is probably the most important key to steps of service when you are dealing with people who are complaining. So if you are a new server or if you've been in the business for a while, just like I said, it took me four years to really realize how important it was. Do that and I guarantee your complaints will go down and your tables will leave a lot happier than if you don't take the time to actually focus on recovering after you mess up. Like always, I want to thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Confessions of a Server podcast. And please, if you have some ridiculous guest complaints, message me, email me, because I love to hear them. I know that as soon as I get done recording, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to think of so many that I could have mentioned, but I still want to hear from you. I want to hear your bad guestmer complaints. Guestomers? What is a guestomer? A guest complaint. <laughs> I, I just combined guest and customer. I just made a new word. You're welcome. We are now going to refer to all of our guests and customers as guestomers. All right. I want to hear your bad guest complaints. The most outrageous, the most funny. Uh, my email, confessions of a server at gmail.com. You can reach me, DM me on Facebook, Confessions of a Server, and Instagram, Confessions of underscore a server. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. And make sure you're taking care of your customers. <laughs>
Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.